having gone to school in the 90s, because uh, I graduated, uh, I graduated the year before this would have taken place. Um, I feel like uh, I feel like they, they, they pretty well nailed it. But the thing is, when you look at things like this, you think, oh, man, culture has changed so much. But the funny thing is, is that if I was wearing the clothes that I'm wearing today uh, and I was in high school, I would fit in exactly the same way that I did back then. Like the, the more you think things change, the more they stay the same, I think, uh, was the was the lesson I learned from this. Yeah, that's yeah, that, I would agree with that. There's a lot that doesn't really change at all, even though you think, I mean, overall, I think there's little like details that change, like slang words and shit. Like yes. That. But I mean, then if you just look at the bigger picture, it's just you always had slang words. The slang words just change. I got to say, I don't remember the word janky being used in the 90s. Um, and, and and when he said truth. I say that now. I didn't say that back then. So I just I wanted to point out the, those two inconsistencies right there. Do you know what uncancel means? Have you ever thought about what happened to those TV shows that were advertised every single week until their plug was ultimately pulled? Well, we have. Welcome to the show that's bringing Bet TV back from the grave. We review pilot and finale episodes of television series that disappeared as quickly as they debuted. Maybe we will like the show enough to want to bring life back into its corpse, or maybe it's better left dead. Will we leave it in the trash, or will we give it a second pass? Either way, this is Uncancelled, giving trash TV the chance it never deserved. Folks, this week on Uncancelled's Patreon feed, we have episode 17, Brad Neely's Harg Scopio Pipio. I'm not going to lie, I did my best to pronounce that correctly, and I'm not sure I even got close. It's a weird one for sure, and it's available eight weeks before the public gets access to it. And it's still not too late to vote on which version of Tuca and Birdie we release in August. So get on over to patreon.com slash uncancelled and join today for only $2.99 a month Canadian. Welcome back to another episode of Uncancelled, and our returning guest is, you can introduce yourself this time. Oh, I can introduce myself. Okay, Um, I'm Mike from uh, the podcast Storytime with Tom and Mike, and this will be my my second time back. Second time. uh, Yeah, my second time back, which which would actually be my third time, so how about just my second time? Yeah, that works. Just a second. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Absolutely. Right. Uh, this was a everything sucks is what we're reviewing. This is your pick. Pretty good pick. Pretty good pick. I originally like when I was looking at the list, and I was I was like, uh, it, the the author that wrote it up. Well, I we should back up. Okay, this is a show. If you're just tuning in now, where we review 30 of the best canceled shows, ones that lasted one season of the past 20 years, it was a better titled article than what I just butchered it as. Uh, it's on <laughs> thrill. <laughs> it's on thrillist.com. Uh, you can go there and check it out. We don't remember the author, but yeah, I just wanted to say he didn't give the. Uh, I didn't really dig his write up of it. Uh, I mean, compared it to like freaks and geeks. I feel like he compared at least three of them to freaks and geeks on that list. Yeah, <laughs> there definitely was quite a few. I was like, was like, All right, this one here was probably the closest to it, I think, but uh, only just in the in the the general you know vibe of it. Like, oh, it happened to be in a school, and it was about some social outcasts, more or less. And, yeah, and uh, it was like the nineties. <laughs> yeah, so I hey, just like freaks and geeks. I you know. yeah, hundred um, <laughs> percent. I actually only watched, I think, one episode of Freaks and Geeks anyway, so I have I have zero background on which to even base any commentary on that. 
Yeah, I only saw one episode, but uh, I don't know. It's hard to get into. I don't know. It's it's harder to get into shows that have all this hype surrounded by them because suddenly then you have, like, go in having expectations, which is just not good for any sort of uh, viewing. It's better to go in with an open mind and not expect things. But people ruin that. So I think uh, the guys write up didn't really didn't really sway me either way. So I. Uh... I just went into it looking for something that was hopefully going to be funny. And uh, it was, it was, uh, it was a lot of things. Anyways, uh, the basis of this is very short and succinct in 1990s, Oregon members of a high school AV club clash with the drama club. More or less the <laughs> truth right there. <laughs> It's like the shortest synopsis for anything. Yeah. It's like, who wrote I'll this? I'll grant you, there was only 10 episodes, but still. Yeah. And, and, and to be quite honest with you, watching the first and last episode as we do, uh, you would not know that the AV club and the drama club were clashing on anything. No, really did not get that vibe. Yeah, there all. is zero evidence of that. <laughs> So yeah, I got that it was more of like I don't know, just people trying to wane their way through awkward high school years. <laughs> yeah, awkward awkward high school years with a lot of uh product placement in the first 2 minutes of the first episode for things Netflix. from the 90s. <laughs> for things from the 90s and um and then uh, a pretty decent soundtrack although like rare cuts of songs that weren't the the uh well-known um radio versions of them but more like uh the blues traveler song was like an acoustic version or something but it was it was yeah good. it sounded kind of live but no the soundtrack was killer actually that's yeah. what i was gonna touch on uh space hog that was that hooked me uh episode one first episode is titled Plutonium. Uh, new school year begins at Boring High School. By the way, Boring Oregon. Boring High School. Yeah. <laughs> Freshman Luke impresses his friends by inviting sophomore Kate, the principal's daughter, to his house. Once again, That's a beautifully short and succinct. Perfectly sums up exactly what happened. In the um, first five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. Uh, he, you know, I guess he, first day of school runs into her in the uh, in the AV club because that was one of their electives. Uh, and uh, there's an issue with the camera. He's like, hey, can I check the camera out? And she's like, no, freshman can't do that. So he's like, well, why don't you do it? And then you come over. And that's pretty much uh, half the episode right there. Yeah, that was that was the beginning, middle. And then the <laughs> end was her coming to his ups. Yeah, we were talking about that. That was a, it was a very good soundtrack. I have to say I, I was uh, I was a bit uncertain about it. Like the first few minutes, I was like, ah, I don't know. And then that that Space Hog song hit, and I was like, oh, okay. And then it just kind of, it didn't really slow down from there. It kind of kept, uh, at least it kept my interest. And, and uh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was real fun. Having gone to school in the 90s, because uh, I graduated, uh, I graduated the year before this would have taken place. Um, I feel like, uh, I feel like they, they, they pretty well nailed it. But the thing is, when you look at things like this, you think, oh, man, culture has changed so much. But the funny thing is, is that if I was wearing the clothes that I'm wearing today uh, and I was in high school, I would fit in exactly the same way that I did back then. Like the, the more you think things change, the more they stay the same, I think, uh, was the was the lesson I learned from this. Yeah, that's yeah, I would agree with that. There's a lot that doesn't really change at all, even though you think. I mean, overall, 
I think there's little like details that change, like slang words and shit like yes. that. But I mean, then if you just look at the bigger picture, it's just you always had slang words. The slang words just change. I gotta say, I don't remember the word janky being used in the '90s. Um, and, and and when he said troop, I say that now. I didn't say that back then. So I just I wanted to point out the, those two inconsistencies right there, two things that stood out to me in the uh, in the dialogue. But other than that, I feel like they nailed it. Yeah, I think they really nailed it. I'm kind of curious. Uh, you're, you're making me think about look who wrote this: Ben York Jones. And Michael Mohan, who is also the director, I I don't know. I'm not really overly familiar with any writers, but uh, I'm trying to look up a quick little ditty on them, a quick little biography. Um, Doesn't really tell me anything besides (laughs) what he's kind of been involved with. It'll be like this guy wrote some stories for stuff, including um, everything sucks. It'll be like the little succinct one line synopsis of him. <laughs> the same well, I guess uh, I guess he was <laughs> born. I mean, yeah, he was born in 1984. So he would have been what, like 16 at, in 2000. So, I mean, I I guess he can. I mean, I guess that's old enough to have like a vibe of. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess you could say a vibe of it because, like, I say, you know, growing up in the 80s, I would have been 10 in 1987. And uh, I still talk like, oh, hey, I'm an 80s kid. But when reality, it would have been late 80s, early 90s uh, for me uh in truth because i don't i don't remember anything prior to like 1985 yeah so kind of kind of hard to say i mean it still did a remarkably good job uh must have had some some uh some good references for things because the one thing and and i'm going to jump ahead here and this is one of the things that i think was was I, I, I don't think anything is unintentional when it comes to any of these shows. Uh, I don't think anything is just a oops that just happened, you know, or what right, have you. Yeah. But in in the opening scene with the AV Club, when the uh, one kid is sitting behind that's doing the uh, the news broadcast, there is wearing a button your fly T shirt. I had that T shirt. <laughs> and that really that really made me go oh man i had although he was wearing the i think the black one i had the white one but uh but it, i i yeah. had that shirt i missed my buttonfly jeans man that was that was something i don't know whatever happened that buttonfly jeans fell out of favor but man i'm telling you 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 don't know security until you've got a button fly no accidentally zipping your junk in your pants or anything like that come on it makes more <laughs> sense yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing, you know, you can't, uh, if you went back and got, you know, you just like, if you tried to dress like you were in high school still, you'd, you'd just be, I, eh, I, I kind of do. I kind of do still because I wore jeans, t shirts, boots, and stuff. And, and literally right this moment, I have on jeans and a Led Zeppelin t shirt and a pair of boots. I, mean, <laughs> I I would if if uh, seventeen year old me saw me now. First off, he'd be like, "Dude, we finally grew our hair out and got a beard. Awesome!" And then he'd be like, <laughs> "Why are you still wearing the same fucking clothes? <laughs> Why are you still wearing the same clothes? Grow the fuck out!" <laughs> yeah, right. Come on now. Uh, yeah, I feel like styles don't necessarily change, but I feel it's kind of like I said. With like the the details change, like you can't wear the exact same shit. I think would be weird. Well, first of all, it wouldn't fit. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they did. They did also capture. As I always, I always tell people, and I tell my kids this too. Like I went to school in the nineties. I know. I know you're you're quite a bit younger than me. A little bit. Uh, yeah. You got about uh, what are you seventy seven? I'm ninety three. So you got. Uh, 16 years on me it's something like that yeah um oh my god i thought you were saying i was 77 years old that's funny <laughs> 70 years old 77 
<laughs> it's like it's 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 like when you have kids and you yeah. ask them at one point, "How old do you think I am?" My kids, I think I was thirty-five, and my son's like, I don't know, sixty. <laughs> <laughs> and I was uh, like, "Yep, yeah, you uh, got me there." I was apparently how old I am. I don't know, sixty. What the fuck? <laughs> But uh, they did definitely also capture the because back in the 90s, you could get away with an immense amount of stuff. Of course. When 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 I was in school and uh, I know that I've talked about this on our our podcast before, if you went for uh, like a day without seeing blood going to the nurse's office, it was unusual. There were fights every day in the school, fights with girls, fights with guys, fights with girls and guys. You know, uh, I can recall we had a we had a bathroom on. I don't mean to get too far off track. Oh, here. absolutely. So if if I do, if I do, just reel me in. No, I'm intrigued. We had we had a bathroom monitor that sat in the bathroom and watched us to make sure we weren't smoking or I don't know. God knows what else they might have thought we were doing in there. And uh, this one kid who was a senior walked up and was standing there next to me at the urinals and goes, hey, Mr. Anderson, that was the guy's name. Mr. Anderson, this guy's over here looking at my dick. (laughs) And and what what does the monitor do? He just starts laughing. (laughs) He's just like, whatever. And this kid grabbed me and yanked me backwards. I pissed all over my sleeve. Oh, man. And uh, like nothing, nothing happened. Just, you know, the injustice of it all. I got to take my jean jacket and sweatshirt off for the rest of the day because I peed on myself because of this other kid. But I mean, just it was like the wild fucking West. And (laughs) I I really, I really got the, I really got the vibe of that when we were, when I was watching this, just a little, just a little bit of, of that whole, uh, you know, pretty much you could do whatever you wanted just from the, the brief glimpse that we got, especially I think maybe with the drama, club doing their thing during lunch yes in the cafeteria that Shakespeare thing don't know that you'd be able to yell out slut and stuff like that in today's society and in the lunchroom without without getting yourself some detention yeah I definitely like I mean the principal he made a couple faces but otherwise he was like ah whatever (laughs) this is the wild west nobody's worried about that yeah I was getting this catches up with me I'll be retired (laughs) yeah I'm going to be done. Uh, yeah, I really, uh, I was going to say, I really felt the themes and vibe strongly. Absolutely. Yeah. It was, uh, it, it, yeah, it really did a great job of like outlining the details and things kind of spoke for themselves. And like, just like exactly like you said with the, the drama club cafeteria performance there, or it's just kind of a came out of nowhere. And, and uh um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would not. And there was a uh, the couch. It even there's like an awkward vibe, but like the high school is super judgmental, and they don't want to be like do. Everyone's afraid to be themselves, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they really they captured that. But then there was also, I don't know, like the the two drama kids who were just, I don't know, going balls to the wall, and you don't really see that anymore no not that i can recall uh even uh because i mean i have my oldest is is out is in college now and she was in uh in doing all the drama stuff and uh yeah it was a lot more subdued yeah subdued yeah i gotta say ironically i even though I've done a bunch of acting stuff in my twenties, I, I fucking hated high school drama. I thought it was the stupidest shit. <laughs> Just- I unfortunately was not able to, because although my my daughter went to the same school I did, and they had a drama department, uh, they did not have one when I went there. So I never oh, even got wow. the opportunity. I never got the opportunity to. No, I don't know that I would have anyway, because I was. I was, uh, you know, the guy who was in the cars and, and all I was thinking about was girls at that point in time. Yeah. Right. Uh, so there's a good chance that I may not have done it anyway. But the older I've gotten, the more I've realized that I do enjoy performing 
uh, and 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 being in front of people and making people laugh and everything. So I, I probably, you know, I probably missed out. I missed out on that, unfortunately. Well, it's never too late to start, you know, it's never too late to start. I mean, as far as that, I, I, uh, there's someone who's like done uh stand up and, and been on the stage and, and things like the theater related entertainment related things. Uh, there's people who are in their, you know, there's like elderly people, like people in their 50s, 60s. You saying people like me now? Is that 70s. what you're saying? I'm elderly now? Because <laughs> yes. I'm in my 70s? Yes. <laughs> you're in your 70s, your late 70s. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's people going up for the first time that I, I there's just like, fuck. I am actually it. planning on doing that. I've been working on a, uh, I've been working on a stand-up routine, uh, with some jokes and stuff. I, I may try to get with you outside of, uh, outside of the, uh, the podcast here and, and see what you think sometime. Yeah. Well, jam. We, I love to joke jam and, and riff things. I got a bunch. I have not done stand up since the pandemic started. Um, but I was doing it sort of probably like two or three times a week before uh, the whole Yeehaw. thing crashed down, which uh, is a whole, it's a whole different animal. That's, that's getting way too far away from things. <laughs> <laughs> It is, but it isn't. It is. You've, uh, got, you've got two people here that can sidetrack anything. Yeah. We including uh, ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, absolutely. A whole different animal. I mean, there's also the behind the scenes thing, which getting back into the thing, uh, when we're introduced to the Kate character, I guess no, I would say I would say that drama scene uh in the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Where she was like smiling a bit, and I thought she just wanted to be like an actor, you know. I got until the, obviously by the end, it was like, okay, there's something more going on here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Did you get that vibe? I thought she was just like the first. She seems shy, and then I thought, oh, maybe she just is afraid to be herself like everybody else which i guess she was yeah i kind of got the vibe right off the bat they did a good job of portraying uh somebody who is struggling with their sexuality uh and i think that they that they really uh did a good job on that and and for me i was wondering right off the bat i was like wait a second something's different here what is it and you catch those little those little clues. Yeah. Those little foreshadowing. Yeah. And then in the second episode, when it all came to fruition, I was like, Oh, (laughs) I saw that one coming. Yeah. In the uh, final episode we got there. Yeah. I mean, well, it was leading up to that the entire damn episode. So, but that's getting a bit ahead of ourselves. Yes. Uh, Yeah. No, it it definitely, but uh, even in the first episode, I mean, I definitely, I mean, as soon as she came over to her, Buddy, what's his his name is uh Luke? Yes, Luke. As soon as she came over to his house and uh there's some things going on there, and then as soon as she took the the Playboy or the Hustler or whatever. I believe it was called Steam for Men. Steam for <laughs> Men. <laughs> so oh gosh. I don't have anything to say there. <laughs> Uh, it's I mean, you know, it, it's it gets the point across without being as gross as some of the magazine titles that actually do exist. Yeah, so. it's fair <laughs> enough. It kept it. Uh, it's so, uh, yeah, I guess that, that is another thing where it kind of they played with all these themes, but then it kept it. Uh, uh, I guess as as uh, clean as you could and without getting like raunchy or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Even a little bit of tasteful nudity. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So obviously we find out she's a lesbian. Um, and or I don't know, I guess at I the, at, within at the first point, episode, I was going to say. Feeling her way around. Around. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like at least young and like 
curious, like uh, by curious, curious about her sexuality, like uh, mm-hmm. being exploring. There's no, uh, there's no real uh, give or take either way. And it's it's really hard, I think, to pull something like that off and have it be authentic and not creepy. Yeah, she was very good. Uh, I don't have her name, but um, she was very. The the cast overall was very good. Um, yeah, it created that whole um, <clears throat> angle where it created now kind of an interesting character, or sort of an interesting angle between Kate and. Um, uh, Luke, Luke, yep, yeah. Where like obviously he's interested in her, and then she, I don't know. I guess she, she's wants to be friends. I don't know. She's obviously interested in him, just not in the way that he's interested in her. Yep, <laughs> just as friends, just as friends, just friends. Luke, that was a friend kiss. Just so you know, yeah, that was a friend kiss. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I didn't kiss my friends, so I don't know. No, uh, no yeah. I did not do that. No, that's more of a. Um, I did have uh, <laughs> sidetracking. I went to uh, visit a a friend over Christmas, and he, he uh, we were he was going to his neighbors, uh, who I I know, and uh, as we were on the way to that neighbors, there was another neighbor that he wanted to say Merry Christmas to. And he was just very like passionate and, and very uh, emotional Portuguese guy who's mm. uh, older. And so he's very, uh, uh, he's very, you know, over the top and, and emotional. And he's like, ah, I love people, ah, you know, ah, my heart. And he uh, <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, bye. And he kisses us both on the cheek. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Okay, whatever. Uh, that would have been the worst time for one of those awkward times to turn your face and be like, what? And get one right on the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's like leans in. Like, oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you too, sir. Merry Christmas indeed. Happy New Year. Here's a kiss on the lips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, man. I... Oh, I was gonna. We got so away from things. Doesn't matter. Uh, I was gonna say. I think the principal getting rejected, who's also Kate's dad, by the way. The principal is Kate's mm-hmm. dad. Uh, him getting rejected or like shut down after the summer fling with one of the teachers or his colleague. Uh, I swear he called her Miss Thought. He might have. Which wasn't a thing back then either. Miss Thought. Yeah, that's uh, been a recent thing. That's yeah, yeah. In the past couple of years. Uh, I felt like that scene was uh, a bit of foreshadowing of like, because then, uh, you know, where Luke is getting, uh, uh, in, you know, all, all cheered and his buddies are like, way to go when Kate agrees to come to his house. But then mm-hmm. it's also where that scene was foreshadowing where like things that you think you're going to go a certain way don't you know it doesn't take it the way a regular type of relationship would happen i don't know what i'm trying to see, say i didn't i didn't really <laughs> like that scene that much uh i could see where you, where you're thinking it was it was the foreshadowing I, I i understand that uh but for me like there was no there was no lead up to that scene like it just kind of popped in there out of nowhere it and did, i yeah. guess for 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 what it's worth it did it did humble that character to me a little bit more but at the same time i was like man i mean the guy's already the principal and he's already you know a uh, kind of a dorky dad and then yeah he gets and then he gets dumped on top of it all you're like oh Gosh. oh that that's that made it just a thousand times worse for this poor guy and endeared him to me it endeared him to me a little bit more yeah it did and uh that's a really funny scene where uh kate goes to uh masturbate to the the magazine Seam for men that she stole from Luke's thing, <laughs> and then he walks in, and it's like, oh shit! Here's like the thing. Here's the talk. Here's it's gonna happen. You know, she's gonna come out to him. Yeah, 
and then <laughs> that was that was uh unexpected when that scene popped in i was like oh my god i wasn't expecting that yeah were they zoom like i was would they zoom in on her like undoing her belt and i was like oh oh <laughs> all right <laughs> all right this is this is going to be this something is, uh... but thankfully it didn't go much further than that because that would have been a little creepy yeah for me i mean i think that at the time when they filmed this she was only like 16 years old or 15 or something like that i'm not certain she definitely looks uh young young i believe she's 18 i believe she's 18 at this point because i looked up some of the cast members because i wanted to try to remember names and failed miserably at doing that (laughs) but uh but uh yeah i think that that she would that she is just 18 now so if this was in 2018 then you know she would have been what uh 15 oh gosh if she's just 18 and unless she's turning 19 she yeah uh she would have been like 14 15 yeah so thankfully they didn't over sexualize that because that would have been yeah that, that could have been, been bad i think they knew what they were doing it's not like sydney sweeney who was in this who is like 24 and has been naked in a ton of things you know <laughs> yeah it wasn't yeah the 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 lady, the um girl that played kate was uh not uh she didn't look as if she was older playing a younger part she looked the part yeah so it was weird, but uh, no, he walks in and uh, uh, he, he, you think that's going to be the talk. I mean, it is a talk, but it's not the talk you think. <laughs> 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 it's based uh, right off him getting uh, dumped, as we said, and he uh, says, "Oh, you don't have to. You don't have to compare yourself. You're, you know, everybody's different shapes and sizes, or whatever. He's something to that effect." Whatever. It was it was it was a beautiful touching moment between father and daughter that could have been a disaster. Yeah. Um he blue balled his daughter. <laughs> well, yes, definitely uh I we would say cock block normally, but uh, I don't know uh, I don't know what the equivalent of that would be here, but yes. Um Cause you ain't going to be able to, you ain't going to be able to finish after, after having your dorky dad come in and ask you whether you want, you know, uh, meatloaf or, uh, rigatoni or whatever the hell the other choice was. No. And if you are able to finish, then, uh, yeah, honestly, I salute you. (laughs) So uh, yeah, you are a master of the craft and you definitely put your all into it. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Uh, so that sums up most of this episode. I, I can't really remember what happens after that, really. Um, I I gave it a a eight out of ten. I thought it was really strong. What did you What did you think overall? I would I would agree with that overall. I I gave it an eight also because it was. I didn't go into it expecting too much. I didn't go into it expecting that it was going to be something that I was going to enjoy. I think a lot less of the of comedy drama and a lot more drama with some comedy in it for me. But it was still good. It was still good. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, yeah, it was very good. It was very. I. It was unexpe- an unexpected surprise, uh, which brings us into the final episode. Last episode. It's called We Were Merely Freshmen. I think you know what the song's going to be if you have any uh, clue of, of 90s music or yeah. <laughs> any, really any sort of, I mean, you could have like, I don't know, a 2% idea of what the 90s were and you would know the song. You still know that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the summary is the boring community. It's, they get that. That throws me off. Fuck. The boring community comes together for the movie premiere where angst simmers, even as wounds heal and relationships blossom. And uh, we have no idea what those angst things are because we didn't see it in the first episode. <laughs> No, we did not. It did not touch. I was going to say, quickly going back to the first episode, you reminded me that I, I didn't really care about the other characters. Like, I didn't 
it didn't make me like it just focused on kind of Luke and Kate and yeah these other uh, the two other nerds I guess that are Luke's friends just mm-hmm. uh, they didn't they just have much kind of to melted do. into the background they didn't really yeah they didn't really bring anything to the table besides a couple you know kitschy one liners or uh, something along those lines. It really wasn't. Yeah, I didn't find myself being very interested in anybody except for Kate and Luke. Yeah. After the first episode. And of course, the dad, too. Yeah, the dad, the principal of the dad. Principal Mr. dad. Mr. Messner. Mr. Messner, yes. Principal dad, Mr. Messner. <laughs> I am father principal. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of titles. Uh, he does. He's got a lot of hats. Um, that changed with the final episode, though. I did care pretty much about it made me uh, interested in every character that appeared in the episode, really. I thought this came together very nicely. I, everything about it, really, it was honestly, it was great. I, I uh, It eclipsed the first episode. Uh, yeah, definitely. A lot of these, uh, I've been doing, uh, uh, I don't know how many I've done now, but of all the shows I've seen off this list, uh, there's a recurring theme for a while of the pilot beating out the last episode but uh this changed everything this was a yeah this just uh unless the first episode sucked which it didn't (laughs) no it it didn't for this and this episode was just so much even better than the first one Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah i mean what's there to say i mean kate gets hers and she has really the best night of her life which you're you're rooting for that like kind of the whole episode it makes you you know it sets that up right away and then it it pays off in the end where she gets the girl (laughs) she absolutely does get the girl and unfortunately that means that uh mcquade does not get the girl Yes, well, that means that both uh, Luke and McQuaid, Luke and McQuaid, it sounds like an auto shop. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or a uh, buddy cop. Yeah, <laughs> Luke and McQuaid now premiering on CBS. A couple of loose cannons. <laughs> couple yeah. of loose cannons. Watch as they round up the boys. And fire <laughs> up the rally. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Some shit like that. Uh, Quaid, if I gotta tell you one more time, it's gonna be your badge. <laughs> uh, Luke and McQuaid. Uh they are buddies in this movie. Maybe when they grow up in 15 years, they will have a buddy cop drama. We can only hope. It'll be a spiritual successor. Maybe they'll hear this. Maybe and it'll it'll start the wheels turning. You know what? I will send it to their agents or somehow try to. I don't know. There used to be there used to be um actually there used to be IMD forums mm-hmm. and uh there was one for every single thing on there. So every single movie and show. So unfortunately there's not those anymore, but if there was, I would post this in the in the thing in the forum and then that could potentially reach them because i know uh in the past there used to be um cast members and stuff who were active in those forums and would like nice. check in and be like yeah hey yeah i'm so and so i played this person it's cool too bad they took it away because uh, the trolls ended up doxing Cole Needham, who is the founder of IMDb, and like threatened his family. And <laughs> the fuck is wrong with people? Oh, a lot. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was that was really a rhetorical question. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Anyway, yeah, so we can't do that, but maybe one day they'll hear this. Uh, getting back to it. Uh, yeah, it was it, it was really kind of a picture perfect episode. I mean, not as we said, Luke and McQuaid. It doesn't exactly work out in in their favor romantically with who they wanted, but you know, it, it, both guys are again into girls who are into each other, and they're missing golden opportunities right in front of them because of their own blindness. Love is blind. 
Yeah. Maybe Luke and McQuaid could get together. They could, yeah. It's, Maybe that uh, would happen in a second season. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll we'll never know. We'll never know. I wanted so badly too for uh, for Kate to to tell her dad, and the moment came, and it just didn't it just didn't work out. It didn't work out. Yeah, it was so close, and yeah. I actually cared. I actually cared and was like, yes. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh, balls. Yeah. Yeah, really. It made you really root for her. Like, I Mm -hmm. I really cared about her. (laughs) It's like, I want I want this girl to be happy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, But anyways, I mean, you're also rooting for Luke, even though he doesn't uh, get Kate. That's I mean, that's fine. I feel like Luke will do okay for himself. Yeah, he had a successful night, right? If there was a second season, he would have he would have found the girl for him. I'm sure of it. Yeah, he 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 got his. He you know he had that his again. He didn't get the girl he wanted, but his movie was was a success. success. Yeah, it was a great success. It didn't seem like it was going to be at first because of all the jeering and everything that was going on. But then as yeah, it went and on, one, everybody one was like, oh, walked out, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the one girl walked out and, and you're like, uh oh, yeah, it was like, where's uh, this going to lead? But then but then it all ended up working out in the end. Yeah, it all, it all worked out. It had a bit of a. Yeah, it had a bit of a, a topsy turny, and then uh, it threw you for a loop, and then it it pulls you back in. Uh, the only thing I didn't like about this episode, I say, was the, the cliffhanger. Felt like that wasn't yeah. necessary at the end. I guess I was, I don't know, uh, the fuck. I guess they were planning on another season, so <laughs> they, yeah, uh, they definitely set it up. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was it was a little bit uh, disappointing that uh, that that it ended like that, and then you don't get to see any of that come to fruition. No, and I didn't feel like even if there was another season, I felt like the the episode was fine as it was without throwing that. It was a bit shoehorned. I felt. Yeah, they could have like, left like it. they kind of rushed it in at the end. And, it was like, uh, yeah, it, and and it wasn't it wasn't germane to the story, really. I mean, overall, yes, but for that particular episode, no. Yeah, um, the cliffhanger, by the way, is what is it's Luke's? I don't know, Luke's dad, I guess. Yeah, it is yeah. his dad. I think we found out in the first episode that the movies that were in the box, I was hoping they were going to be porn because that's what I figured they were. And it said <laughs> nudity at the beginning of the episode, and I was like, all right, where's the nudity at? Yeah. But uh, you see that he is who he is then, and then Luke rips all of his tapes apart because he basically says, like, you don't need family, you don't need you know, friends, you don't need any of this stuff. You just need your career and it sets him off. And then you don't see him again. I'm assuming until the last episode where he just kind of pops in there. Yeah. You wonder what kind of drama is going to ensue now that, uh, Dr. Mr. Principal dad Messner is, uh, <laughs> is involved. Space scientist Messner. <laughs> Astronaut cowboy Messner is, uh, is is involved in another relationship. You know. And besides that, though, it was still it was a really solid episode. I honestly, oh yeah, I gave it a nine out of ten, and I literally I came close to giving it a ten, but I didn't give it a ten, literally because of the cliffhanger. I just was like, this is not, you've, you pissed me off a little bit. (laughs) (sighs) I said, I said 9.5. I wasn't as angry about the cliffhanger as you were. I was, I was a half (laughs) a point less angry, half a point less angry. It's like, yes, the angry judge is like, oh, everybody gives it 10. It's 9.5. Just me and (laughs) Yep. That's right. (laughs) I am the Russian judge at the Olympics in figure skating. <laughs> You're like, uh, 
from the 1980s. Yes, absolutely. From the 1980s, always. The better episode. Better episode. Uh, what oh, is definitely, your... definitely uh, the final episode. I mean, without yeah. a doubt. I think the story was a lot more interesting uh, and more cohesive with the entire cast being involved. I mean, hands down, I think it was it was the better episode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything came together then and it had a uh, well, really, the show in general had a perfect blend of emotion and, and like nostalgia and mm-hmm. all that. But yeah, the, the last episode, I got to agree. Absolutely. And that brings us to the best scene. Best scene. Which for me, it has to be Kate's lesbian kiss. I mean, the lead up was excellent. Yeah, yeah, that is a pretty damn good scene. Yeah, that is. I I would I would agree with you on that one. And I would also say that for me, a close second was definitely the emotion in the scene where where Luke rips the tapes apart. Oh, yeah, that's a very, yeah, very raw and emotional scene there. I didn't go for what was the funniest or maybe what was the most popular. I went with something that made me it made me feel like I felt his frustration at that moment. And I completely understood it. So it'd be a toss up between one of those two, because, you know, you got you got emotion in both of them. Uh, You got to see the the fruition of, of one thing that you knew was coming uh in in the in the kiss and you also got to see uh into you got a little bit of a glimpse into uh, into luke and his and his frustrations over his father yeah in in, in the in that scene yeah his his whole kind of mindset and, and everything mm-hmm. uh absolutely yeah that is um yeah that's a very important scene. That's a very emotional scene as mm-hmm. well. Uh, yeah, it, 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 it's, uh, I'm just getting back to the, the, uh, lesbian kiss scene, uh, <laughs> like the lesbian kiss scene. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, uh, it's not like that. You no. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really had nothing to do with it. So like lesbians. Yeah. It was no, it was just you're rooting for this girl the whole time, and then she finally gets what what she deserves, I guess. What you feel that she deserves in a good way. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like you just want to see her kind of happy, and then that happiness is achieved. And it's it's almost too good to be true. Like it's kind of like, okay, yeah, this is a TV show, but then there's a little bit like, okay, you know, this. This is uh, not, you know, terribly unrealistic. I mean, it's just kind mm-hmm. of fantasy, but it happens. Fuck yeah. The tape scene, yeah. too, was, uh, yeah, that was very realistic, very emotional. The worst scene. Worst scene. Did you have anything for that? I still think that the worst scene for me was the was the dad getting dumped. I just don't think it was a necessary element to the story. And that was like the hardest one for me to to come up with was a bad scene in this. Yeah, I'm going I am nitpicking again and just going off of, you know, like like what did it add to the story was really the only thing that uh that off the cuff that i thought so really there weren't any bad scenes yeah well it did it it would i guess the only reason would be for it to kind of uh give more meaning to when uh mr messner walks in on kate and Mm -hmm. uh, gives her that talk because he's obviously reeling off being rejected yeah so I guess it gave that more impact, and it, it, I guess just just to justify that scene more, that was probably the setup, and then a knockdown. You know, that's about it, though. It, it mm-hmm. kind of was a little bit. Um, for me, I just put uh, anything involving the other two uh, nerds in the group that weren't Luke. <laughs> just did not care about them. 
McQuaid and what's his name? Yeah, I, Mc, I don't even, McQuaid, I don't even and, McQuaid and Beans. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what that other kid's name is. Yeah. And, uh, he, he even even in the episode with the movie, still you got a little bit more from him, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Whole lot. I, yeah. I don't know if if there's more uh, to him in other episodes or not, but. Oh, I don't know. I feel like if if you do, if you see the first episode and then you see the last episode and he's kind of the same and hasn't had much growth, then chances are <laughs> he hasn't doubt, changed and hasn't had much growth. Yeah, I I doubt he escalated just to go back down. I don't see that happening. Unintentionally hilarious scene. Unintentionally hilarious, aka it's so funny I forgot to laugh. Uh, I just put some. I felt Mr. Messner, the principal, just some of his faces. <laughs> just he has a very does, expressive face. Yeah, he does. He does emote through his face. <laughs> he, he really does, and it's really funny sometimes. <laughs> Even uh, I don't know if it's intentional. I, I don't feel like it's meant to be. The scene itself is meant to be funny, but he's just—I don't know—his face is. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you have anything for that? Did you? I did. Uh, the it was the the button your fly uh t-shirt thing ah, is was the thing yeah. that was was about the only thing i could come up with it and again i know it wasn't unintentional they obviously put that shirt in there because it was it was a 90s thing yeah it just it, it was it was but, hilarious to me because i happened to have one of them and i was like yeah oh, man. you know the, you know the one thing they missed out on that, that they could have put in this and it might be in one of the other episodes was hypercolor Hypercolor. What is yeah, that? Yeah, the hypercolor clothing uh, was like a line of shirts and jackets. I think there was also shorts, maybe pants that were like uh, like a pinkish color, and okay. they were sensitive to heat. Oh, so if somebody wow. put their hands on you, like it would leave a handprint, and then it would disappear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that was that was a huge thing. That was a huge thing in the late '80s and early mid '90s. Uh, like, if you had a hypercolor shirt, which I never did, my parents were like, "I'm not, I'm not buying you that." Shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and being a parent now, I completely understand why. But uh, yeah, that was the one thing that they missed out on. The one thing that they missed that they really should have put in, but they might have. I don't know. Uh, it could have been a possibility. It could have happened. There could have been little stuff like that the in uh, every episode. You didn't know. Yeah, That's I mean, I imagine that 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 was a large enough thing that they couldn't have missed it. I mean, yeah. they got slap bracelets and freaking uh, gack and other stuff in there. They that I can't imagine they missed hypercolor. <laughs> but I mean, it could have also been who knows, maybe a trademark thing. You never know. Weirder things, right? Yeah, it could have like, been. Oh, you can't, like, you can't put that in there. We're not going to let you have it. Yeah, I feel like Netflix doesn't shy away from that kind of thing, though. Um, so it's a good possibility, I guess. You would have to watch the rest. I plan on doing that. Yes. Because I just just simply because I want to know if Hypercolor made it in now. Because I think <laughs> I think it would be nice to have some context. Yeah, it'd be nice to see. Yeah, it would be nice. even though I, I felt like the final episode did a good job of kind of. Um, I mean, you get the idea, you know. Uh, I, I guess you could expect from the first episode, you could expect that Kate is going to have some. Um, uh, uh, some sort of sexual freedom on liberation liberation there you go and um and that uh, there's going to be a movie made like they're in the av club they're going to make a movie probably so it felt mm -hmm. like it did a pretty good job of of then the final episode uh you know hitting on those two things but yeah it'd be definitely good to see the rest and see where that it, where it all ends up leading uh, or what the lead up to the end, I guess, because we've already seen the end. Yeah. 
or so we think. I mean, it's only been two years and anything's possible. Anything's possible. Would you be open to it being renewed? Yes. 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 Check I think so. Yeah, I think I think there was a lot of unanswered questions. There was a lot of uh, lo- loose ends for me that that things that could have gone further that uh, that they missed out on, especially like we were saying, the the cliffhanger at the end there with the dad. I'm kind of curious to see where that goes. Yeah. And they definitely set it up so that it could you know, it could be taken further. I think uh, maybe, maybe they uh, they should have they should have renewed it. I think but, they should have. I don't know why they did not. I don't have that answer. But well, what the hell good are you then? Jeez, <laughs> that's uh, for another day. That's for another day. Gosh, uh, who knows? Who knows why? Uh, I do have the cast here. Now that I'm trying to look up uh, why it got canceled, uh, uh, Luke has a very um, uh, foreign name that um, I will. I'll fuck it. I'll butcher it. Jahid Diallo Winston. What is? <laughs> what is that? Jahid Diallo Winston. Jahai. Yeah, Diallo Winston. Okay. You probably had it with 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 uh with it's probably Jahi Diallo. Jahi so Diallo like Winston. Yeah, it's it's all one word. <laughs> <laughs> Jello Winston. He's calling Jello. Call, I hope he goes yeah. by Jello. That'd be a cool nickname, honestly. No disrespect at all. Just Jello. I'm Jello Winston. That's cool. Uh Peyton <laughs> Kennedy plays Kate. So that's uh, what we got. Wow. Trivia. Did you know the title of this episode has come from the song The Freshman? No. No idea. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Where did the title from the first one come from? From Plutonium. Uh, Because he says in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, You're you're messing with Plutonium. plutonium, Yes. I just meant that it was very, very, uh, very uh, obvious. Yes. Let me see here. We have here's why everything sucks was axed by Netflix after one season on Digital Spy. Probably just despite the passionate audience. One thing that harmed the show's chance for renewal was the fact that the percentage of people who stuck with the season through the end was disappointing. So they're saying they didn't have the viewership, apparently. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, Netflix axes half their shows, so yeah. It it looks yeah. It's like Netflix is kind of the uh, either it's a fucking blockbuster or it's canceling. Uh, yeah, we're canceling this, even though we just uh, <laughs> we're canceling this in favor of a sixth season of a show that's been canceled twice. That was on. Uh, the Warner Brothers Network or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, hopefully, hopefully, like with other things, Paramount Plus or one of them will pick it up like they did with, uh, you know, with iCarly and other uh, stuff that, that I know my kids enjoyed. Yeah, that'd be cool. I could see this on like ABC Family or something like that. I don't know. The CW used to be the network that would pick up stuff that nobody else wanted and revamp it. But uh, I think now they are, uh, they're a little beyond that. Yeah. CW does a lot of uh, mythical type of, and soapy. I don't know, like young adult. uh, I don't know what the hell they do these days. Well, that would be perfect for this, for the, for the young adult. Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Uh, Final thoughts on it. Final thoughts. Everything sucks is not the title for this show. It should be everything's pretty damn well acted and and well written. Yeah. It should be everything's renewed. <laughs> yes, everything's about. renewed. Yeah, how about that? Put a fork in it. It's done. 
Wait a minute. Throw some hers and ours in there. What's your hurry?